0: What is up? And welcome in. It is episode 150 of the Ten Thousand Pitches podcast, and it's very fitting that episode 150 is similar to episode one, and that there's no co-host for this episode. Domino Jose, Jose Bazonio taking a well-deserved week off after his busy summer not only doing a lot of stuff on the lower league front for us here at soda soccer but he also has his full-time job with the sun post as well um so very busy guy well-deserved week off and i thought you know with episode 150 i thought maybe we throw it back and do an old school episode of 10k where it's just jeremy here breaking down all the minnesota united and lower league news here with you a little one-on-one Uh, this week on 10,000 pitches so thank you so much for tuning in and helping us get to this point where we are at episode 150 we are presented now by sodasoccer.com s-o-t-a-soccer.com your home for soccer coverage in the north everything from minnesota united m and ufc to minnesota aurora minneapolis city all the lower league stuff going on the minnesota super cup everything is covered at sodasoccer.com So make sure you're checking us out there. Make sure you're subscribing to our podcast feed. Make sure you're subscribing to our Loon's Daily Newsletter. If you're listening and you're a Minnesota United fan and you're not subscribed to the Loon's Daily Newsletter, you are missing the latest Minnesota United news, analysis, opinion, all of that in your inbox every single morning, Monday through Friday. Um, just uh, one of the pieces of content I'm most proud of, obviously the 10,000 pitches podcast is the piece of content I'm most proud of. It's kind of my baby. It's how this whole thing got started. But I think honestly, second behind that is the loons daily newsletter, because it's something that you don't see too many other places doing a daily Minnesota United newsletter straight to your email inbox. So if you're not subscribed to the loons daily newsletter, go in the show notes below and uh, click the link and you can sus- subscribe there you can also follow us on the socials we're on x but i'm still calling it twitter i don't know about you guys but on the app it's still twitter for me i don't know if just because i haven't updated my phone or anything but on the app it's still the twitter icon everything's still twitter but when i go on my desktop everything's x so i'm not sure what's going on there whether it's twitter whether it's x we're on there at soda soc we're on Instagram @sodasoc. Um, We're on Facebook at – we haven't been able to change our name. The Facebook still says 10,000 pitches. I don't know what to tell you guys. We haven't been able to change our name there. But that's where you can find us there as well on the socials. So make sure you're checking us out and following us. If you haven't, just crossed 2,000 followers on Twitter slash X, uh, which I'm pretty uh, proud of and excited about. And if you want to go that next level and directly support what we're doing, you know, the lifeblood of what we do here at Soda Soccer is our Patreon. We try to make it worthwhile for those who subscribe. Obviously, we want, you know, subscribers to to give to us because they feel like the content that we provide outside of the paywall is worth it, right? Um, We don't want to paywall anything, and we're hoping that you guys find enough value in that that um, you'll consider throwing us a few bucks every month on Patreon. But we also kind of want to make it worthwhile for our Patreons as well. So there's exclusive Minnesota United training audio, um, some occasional match day tidbits as well. Um, any sort of like scoop news that I get, I'm not a big insider, not a big news breaker, but, but anything I I, I, I kind of get um, that maybe is something that uh, is not something you're going to find anywhere else. I might throw it up on Patreon first. Um, so just occasional things, early access to podcasts, things like that. That's all up on our Patreon. Uh, so patreon.com slash soccer. Um, if you want to directly support our work there, what do you say we jump right into this? Because I mean, if you go back to episode one outside of, uh, outside of the interviews, if you go to this, like the first 50 episodes of 10 K, uh, if you go outside of the interviews, a lot of it is just Jeremy rambling. And that's kind of what this episode is going to be. So if you're not into Jeremy rambling about Minnesota United and lower league topics, totally get it. We'll see you next week for another regular episode of 10 K. But if you want to feel a little bit nostalgic on the 10 K front, let us go ahead and ramble on starting with Minnesota United. Um, They are through to the league's cup knockout rounds. It was a four nil route of club Puebla from Liga MX um, in the first match on Sunday and then a 3-2 loss to Chicago Fire on Thursday. But the way the tiebreakers work, and I still, this stuff confuses me. I still actually haven't been able to actually go in and find myself how exactly Minnesota United is going through. But they are confirmed to be through no matter what happens in Chicago Fire's match against Club Puebla in that final uh, Central 2 group stage match. Minnesota United is through to the League's Cup knockouts So, um, obviously a big positive there as it stands currently at 10 45 PM on Thursday, as I have seen on the Twitter machine from a couple people. Um, it looks like the way things are standing right now, Minnesota would host club America (laughs) in the first knockout game. So there you go. Congratulations, loons. You've, you've uh, moved on, but the way things currently stand, you'd be hosting club America, uh, in that first, uh, knockout game. Now things can change depending on how Chicago and Puebla goes. But um, yeah, just thinking about those matchups could be interesting. Obviously still a chance that Minnesota could host uh, Crew 2 as we stand here as well. Or, excuse me, not Crew 2, Columbus Crew, the MLS version. Crew 1, the first team, um, and Christian Ramirez could be making his first appearance at Allianz Field there too, which could be, uh, would be a lot of fun. But 4 no route of Pueblo, let's start there. Braces for both Bongi and Emmanuel Reynoso uh, Ray's late free kick, I believe it was 85th minute, maybe just an absolute beauty, um, into the top right corner. Yes. The goalkeeper for Pueblo was positioned terribly. Um, but I don't know if you've, even if he's positioned perfectly, if he's getting to that one, cause it was tucked into the top right corner very, very well Ray's on every highlight reel. Uh, there is, uh, because of that, just a, a beautiful free kick. Um, And the Loons uh, really started off the League's Cup on a positive note with that 4-0 win. Um, And then they followed that up on Thursday. Just finished up about 30 minutes ago as I'm recording here. It was a 3-2 loss to the Fire. Another pair of goals for Bongi, though. He's got four on the tournament now. That makes him tied with Daniel Gazdag in the tournament golden boot race. So he and, and Gazdag both with four goals atop the score sheet for League's Cup so far. Very cool to see Bongi sort of in that mix there. Um, Loons took the lead twice in this one, though, and almost immediately conceded the equalizer both times. Uh, the first, giving up a penalty to Jordan Shakiri, uh, and and he, after a little bit of a back and forth with Dane Saint Clair, Shakiri buries the uh, the PK. And I don't know if if the war of words between Saint Clair and Shakiri. Um, I don't know how St. Clair sort of came out of that because immediately following that, and he obviously gives up the PK. Then the Loons take the lead once again on another bongy goal. Then almost immediately after that, Chicago's you know pressing for that equalizer. They send a dangerous ball across goal. St. Clair dives out to um, get in the way of that cross, and he completely whiffs. He completely misses it which leaves a wide-open goal on the other side. Boom, another equalizer, 2-2. And then late on, right before the weather delay, 85th minute, it's Kai Kamara, former Loon. Third goal against Minnesota United this season, uh, according to John Per John Marthaler, who was covering the match tonight for the Pioneer Press. He had mentioned that it was also the second uh, match winner that he has scored uh, against Minnesota United this season. Third total goal, second match winner uh, for Kamara. But in the process of scoring this goal, really nice header off of a cross, he actually kicks DJ Taylor in the face. Uh, Taylor eats the studs straight in his cheek. And um, I was not at Allianz Field tonight. Jacob Schneider was there, so I was kind of following along, you know, what what he was was tweeting uh, all, all night long from the press box. And he had mentioned, that Taylor was down on the ground for about five minutes at the beginning of the weather delay, even though they're urging fans to, you know, seek shelter and, and get out of the stands. Obviously Taylor was, was not in a very good way, had to reportedly be helped off the pitch. And then uh, I immediately got a, uh, a message from somebody who would know that uh, Taylor was taken to the hospital and had to get stitches. And that was confirmed um, per other sources. So yeah, um, and there's this big controversy on whether or not that was uh, a foul. Um, I think looking at it, anytime you see somebody get kicked in the face, whether it's on purpose or not, your initial instinct, especially me as like a, a novice, right? I mean, I, I follow the stuff and I report on the information I get from the team. But in terms of like the actual intricacies of soccer and things like that, in terms of things that might look like an obvious foul, but in the rule, in the letter of the law might not be. Um, you know, I'm not fully, uh, enveloped in the rule book there, but I mean, that looked like a foul anytime you get kicked in the face, looks like it's going to be a foul. They went to VAR and upheld the ruling. And there was a lot, I think I even said on Twitter that, you know, what's the point of VAR if something like that is going to stand, but this is important to know in the post game press conference, um, when asked about the, the, the situation, Uh, Will Trapp, in addition to letting everybody in the press conference know that uh, Taylor had been taken to the hospital to get stitches, um, he also said from his vantage point, it was not a foul. And it was incidental contact, and Kamara was not trying to kick Taylor in the face. So based off, I guess, the letter of the law there, that's actually not a foul. Again, I don't know. I think we all kind of have our own interpretation of of what should and shouldn't be a foul in that particular circumstance. I think a lot of Minnesota United fans are going to feel hard done by because again, that was the match winner for Chicago, which you can kind of understand there. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Chicago gets the win. But Minnesota United, even though they lost, are the first team in group central two to actually move on uh to the knockout stage. So um a little bit of a bittersweet night, obviously Thursday night at Allianz Field as, as the loons do move on fall three to two to the fire. And now you're just waiting to see if you're going to win the group or if you're going to finish second and who your matchup is going to be. If you're facing any of the league, any league MX, if you're facing club America, either way, whether you're second there first year, first there second, you're going to host them because league MX teams do not host matches in this tournament. Obviously Um, there is a chance. If you win the group that you could also host Columbus or St. Louis too. So, um, Actually, probably wouldn't be St. Louis at this point. I think Club America just beat St. Louis and Columbus beat St. Louis in the first game. So it wouldn't be St. Louis City. So um yeah, it would either be the crew or Club America, it's looking like um for the Loon's matchup in uh in the knockout stage, uh, depending on where they end up finishing in the group and depending on what the result of Club Puebla and Chicago is. That is really it for Minnesota United news. As you guys know, when I'm doing this podcast myself, we kind of move quickly through this thing. So uh, we are still in wait and see mode for what Minnesota United's matchup in the knockout round is going to be, and if they're going to get to host a knockout round game. But right now, before we get into lower league news, let's go ahead and chat about our friends at Golazo Kits. G-O-L-A-C-O-Kits.com is where you go to get unique vintage jerseys. And have them sent straight to your front porch. It is the easiest way to get some really cool stuff over at Colosso Kids. This is an MLS store.com. MLS store.com is great. I think, especially with the uh, with the new loons kit this year, people are really liking that. But I mean, this, this is all unique vintage stuff, guys. This is the stuff that you're gonna wear around, and people are gonna be like, wow, that guy knows ball. That guy knows soccer. He's wearing a a 2012 Miami FC. Kit or whatever it is, you know, something you can you can get something that really makes a statement that shows that that you are kind of a next level soccer fan at Golasso Kits, and even better when you use code Loons L O O N S at checkout, you'll get fifteen percent off your order. Golasso Kits has been an awesome sponsor. Um, One of my favorite sponsors, just because I mean, I'm a little biased, but I I love going there and and checking out there what they got going on. So um, I think one of my favorite things to do, even though I don't buy every time, obviously, I wish I could buy every time, but I don't. um, is just go there and just browse around and play around and see what teams uh, just search any team you want. You can see what kind of uh, kits and merchandise they have from that club. It's kind of a fun time. So G-O-L-A-C-O kits.com code loons at checkout L-O-O-N-S. For 15% off. Bring unique vintage jerseys to your home with Galasso Kits. Big thanks to our friend at Col- friends at Galasso Kits for sponsoring the show. Let's jump down to M and UFC two, shall we? It was a one-one draw with Houston last weekend, but the Dubloons did get that extra point winning five to four on PKs. Cameron Lacey scores on a PK during normal time for the Loon's only goal during the first 90 minutes. Um with the Draw plus kind of win. I don't know how they actually describe these uh, in uh, MLS Next Pro Circles, but it's a draw plus win, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, with whatever that result was that you want to call it, uh, the twos now sit six in the West, just two points back, a fifth. Next up, they host San Jose 2 at the NSC, 7 p.m. kickoff on Saturday on MLS Season Pass. A lot happening, a lot of consequential results. This week in the lower league scene, Um, probably the most uh, important week of lower league soccer this season. And before we get into those actual results, though, do want to talk a little bit about USLW league defender of the year, Tiana Harris uh, from Minnesota Aurora in an interview with protagonist soccer this week. She says she has signed with a professional team, but cannot mention who quite yet. So we don't know if it's an NWSL team or if it's a team abroad but, I mean, she was just lights out along the back line for Aurora this year. Gets defender of, I mean, there's a reason. She was recognized as the best defender in the entire league. Um, she's awesome. She's really good, and uh, it's no surprise that professional clubs everywhere are taking notice. I'm really interested and intrigued to see where she's going to be playing Pro Bowl uh, moving forward. But well-deserved for Tiana Harris there. Uh, but let's get to some of these results on the field, shall we? NPSL last Friday in the Midwest Region Semis, Med City's run came to an end in NPSL play. They fell to Iowa Steel City FC seven to six in eight rounds of PKs. It was nil nil through one twenty, classic Med City match, just not allowing anything from the other way. Really defensively solid. They had a couple chances to get a goal themselves, but just couldn't quite. Uh, finish them off. Um, But I mean, for 120 minutes, they stood really packed defensively um, to, you know, keep themselves in it and and get this to PKs. Um, So it was nil-nil through 120, seven, six and eight rounds of PKs. Steel City FC moves on and ends Med City's NPSL season. Uh, But this was the definition of an up and down week for the Mayhem because they follow up that disappointing season ending loss on the NPSL side by topping Minneapolis city three to two on Tuesday to advance to the inaugural Minnesota super cup final. So yes, your NPSL run comes to an end, but you top a formal former division rival in Minneapolis city to punch your ticket to a cup final. Um, you know, a little bit of a, I think some, a good ending to a bittersweet week for the mayhem. I'm sure. And uh med city, who will they take on in that final? It will be them in UFC U19s. They, uh, the Academy side, gets a four to two shootout win over Vlora. It was one one after 120, and the Academy side doubles up Vlora on the shootout, four to two, and they advance to the final. So, it is Med City and Minnesota United U19s in the inaugural Minnesota Super Cup final. It's happening this Saturday at McAllister College Stadium. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. You can still get tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be some food trucks. Um, it's gonna be an event. The inaugural Minnesota Super Cup final is going to be an event. So even if you're not a huge fan of either them and u 19s or, or Med City, um, you're not a big supporter of either of those teams, but you just enjoy local community soccer, this is gonna be an event. I mean, I I firmly believe this. this is just not me blowing smoke up the Super Cup's ass. I firmly believe that you're going to look back in five, 10 years and people are going to remember like, Oh, people are going to be able to say I was at that first Minnesota super cup final. I think it's going to turn into a thing and it's going to turn into a really big thing. I think with all the growing pains that can occur in the first year of a tournament. And again, I don't know the ins and outs of, of what happened on the ground with scheduling and things like that. And and what kind of issues there were there. Um, I, I know that, these semifinal games did have to be moved out of their original window because of Med City being in the MPSL semifinals. They are originally supposed to be the semifinals between the 21st and the 23rd, and they were played on the 25th. So yes, scheduling had to be moved around a little bit. I'm sure there were a lot of things happening behind the scenes, um, You know, a lot of learning experiences going on behind the scenes in the first year of this tournament, but from a spectator standpoint, I don't know if you could ask for the first year of this tournament to go better. I really don't. The play on the pitch was amazing. These teams took it extremely seriously. You get a team like you get teams that would never, ever play each other before St. Croix and Vlora play each other, Minnesota U19s and any one of these teams playing each other, Right it's just i think it's it's really cool and i think it's something that's going to continue to grow and continue to um really catch the attention and the curiosity of of soccer fans across minnesota of various clubs um and i think this is going to be a thing so if you want to be part of that first club uh, first cup final head over to mcallister college on saturday get your tickets at mnsupercup.com and uh, and head out there but uh yeah 7 p.m. saturday mcallister college stadium it's MNUFC U19s and Med City FC in the Minnesota Super Cup final. Um, speaking of finals in the WPSL national final, Salvo fall the Charlotte Eagles 1-0. They concede a goal in stoppage time to uh to fall just short of a national championship. But man, what the Salvo teams did this season? Um, you know, really being given a golden opportunity to compete in these playoffs. And they took it and ran with it. Region champs all the way to the national final. 1-0 taken all the way to the brink. Uh, this team and this program and these girls should be really proud of themselves. Uh, I believe they got four women on the um, on the national best 11 list, which is pretty crazy uh, from one team to get four out of 11. But uh, it might have been three. But it was it was at least three, maybe four. Uh, but just a really good run from Salvo. Obviously this season going all the way to the national finals. They should be extremely proud of themselves. And that's it. When it's just Jeremy, it's quick. Guys, 21 minutes in. That is the end of this week's 10,000 Pitches podcast. I hope you all had a good time joining me on the show. One quick uh, plug before we go here. And it's for our friend, friends over at Better Edge. Edge dot com. No, you cannot bet on Leagues Cup at Better Edge, but you can bet on the Women's World Cup, which is happening right now. So head over to BETTOREDGE.com slash loons. You'll get $20 of credit in your account faux free. And when you're betting on Better Edge, you're not betting against the sports book. It's not like going to DraftKings. It's not like going to FanDuel and you're betting against the house. That's not what Better Edge is. Better Edge is a social betting marketplace which means when you place a bet on better edge you are not wagering against them they do not profit off of your loss you are wagering against other users on the platform it's like when you and one of your friends says hey you're watching a game you're watching minnesota and chicago hey i'll bet you i'll bet you 10 bucks minnesota wins here okay sure i'll take you up on that bet then you gotta either exchange cash or venmo or whatever better edge takes that part of it out and when you place your bets, you place your bets on the platform, and then that money automatically gets transferred to whoever's account wins the bet. Pretty simple. BetterEdge.com is revolutionizing the social sports betting game, which is why it's legal to use in 46 states, including Minnesota. So, Get started, B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com slash loons. Get $20 into your account for free. When MLS play picks up again, you can bet on MLS matches. We're just, what, a week away, two weeks away from uh, Premier League kicking off again, which is crazy to think about. But you can bet on EPL. You can bet on Champions League when that comes around again. So a lot of soccer betting, but you can also bet on baseball. You'll be able to bet on NFL and college football, and that gets started. All that good stuff is available at Better Edge. So, again, check them out one more time, B-E-T-T-O-R. Edge.com slash loons to get a $20 credit free play. If you want to call it that in your accounts, um, really cool deal going on with our friends at better edge, and we cannot thank them enough for their support of Soda soccer and the 10,000 pitches podcast. I Jeremy rushing cannot thank you, the listeners and the followers and the supporters of what we do enough to help us get to this point. Um, May 29th, I think two thousand. 20 may it was may 20 something 2020 is when we started the 10,000 pitches podcast and here we are as i'm recording july 27 2023 150 episodes in and i think just in june we had our best month ever in terms of total downloads so um it's amazing to see that you guys are are liking the content um if there's anything you don't like about the content let me know I want want to know what you guys are liking and disliking. If there's something where you're consistently just rolling your eyes, you're like, man, that part sucks. Let me know. Shoot me a DM on Twitter. Shoot me a text. I'm not going to take it personally. I'm not going to, you know, get super defensive about anything. If it's something we can change and it's going to make this experience better for all y'all, I want to make sure that we're doing that. Just don't do that in the Apple podcast reviews. That's all I ask. Go ahead and leave us that five-star review but then tell us uh, privately what we can do to uh, change things up because those reviews really help. So, um, But anyways, I'm Jeremy Rushing, owner, founder, proprietor, whatever you want to call it, of 10,000 Pitches and Soda Soccer. Um, And again, I am just, every single day I'm in awe that I get to do this stuff. Now, this isn't my full-time job, right? But, you know, part of what I do And part of what I actually kind of make a little bit of money to do is create content around soccer. And I can't do that without the help of you guys. I wouldn't be able to do that without the help of you guys, I should say. So appreciate everybody who's been with us, whether you've been with us three weeks or three years. Um, I'm just so grateful really. I'm so grateful for everybody who works for Soda Soccer, who works so damn hard to create content for Soda Soccer, whether it's podcast content, whether it is written content, whether it is video content, uh, whether it's social content. We got a lot of people who work their butts off, a lot of really talented people who work for us and um, you know they're paid for their work. So after mentioning that, I'm going to plug it one more time. Patreon.com slash Soda Soccer. If you want to kind of help us continue our mission of creating good content and paying good people to create that content, um, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Soda Soccer. You can contribute for as low as $3 a month. You have to be in those 5 or $10 tiers though to get that bonus content. All right. I'm going to let you all go. I'm going to let you all get into your weekend. Thank you all so much for everything you've done for Soda Soccer and 10,000 pitches. We're going to continue on stronger than ever. Dom will be back next week for another regular episode. That'll be a lot longer than 26 minutes. I promise you that. Uh, But until then, enjoy your weekend. Get out to a pool or something because it's still going to be hot. Um, And enjoy the game. Enjoy whether it's the Minnesota Super Cup Final, whether it's MNUFC 2 on Saturday, whether you're just going to be watching more Leagues Cup. Enjoy the action. Uh, whether it's the FIFA Women's World Cup. Enjoy all the action. And uh, we'll catch you next Friday for another episode of 10,000 Pitches. Until then, thank you all again and have a great weekend. Bye.